0: here's michael at the foul line a shot on elo good the bulls win they win it! don't you open your mouth about the best are you on the center for you real
1: quick L.O.B. listen we're talking about practice not a game not a game not a game we're talking about practice lewis gets it to lebron for three for the win yes yeah! When you stepped in the batter's box,
0: go yard. I mean, <laughs> I'm a pitcher. Why not play as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to be man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying why me, they're saying this is what he want me to do. And uh, Cleveland, this is for you. The way we approach the game the same way we approach life. You do the right thing, you make the right play, you make the right play, and in life is the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And, um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to What? The game. Me. To me.
1: Welcome back to another episode of What the Game Means to Me. I'm your host, Jelani Brown. Of course, got my co-host again with me today, Thaddeus Bell. We know it's been a minute, but we're back. Of course, NFL draft is right around the corner. Football season's around the corner. Um, it's only right we did a little NFL special for uh, the madness that's going to happen tomorrow. But Thaddeus, how you doing today, man?
0: I'm good, man. Glad to be back. Like you said, it's been a minute, but draft season is here. Right, it's went by quicker than I can ever remember, but... Um, I'm ready to talk the draft, the off season, everything, because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Pretty sure there's a whole
0: bunch of people like me, but I'm excited to tune in tomorrow at eight. So let's have a great show today.
1: Sir, sure, sir. Sure. Um, before we get get started, of course, we have got a few things on hand. We're going to talk some of the teams that's having a good off season, some that's maybe having not so good off seasons. Um, get some predictions for uh, the draft tomorrow. Also do a little mock top ten as well, and then talk to some of our teams. Um, both of our teams have have had pretty good off seasons and supposed to have pretty big years ahead. So um, we'll get into all of that. Like I said, we're going to just hop right into it. First things first, we're going to talk some of the teams that may be having some of the best off seasons so far. Um, hoping that kind of gives uh, the Falcons a little bit of credit here and uh, gives him a nod. I don't know if he is or not, but uh, I'll start with you. Of course, uh, who do you think is having a pretty good off season um, so far?
0: Yeah, man, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to just list one or two teams. Uh, my first team to start off is the Chicago Bears. Obviously, we know they made the, tri- the, uh, the trade I'm sorry, to go back uh, to number nine. And when they did that, they acquired DJ Moore, who was a number one receiver that hasn't been in a good situation. And in free agency, they also grabbed Tremaine Edmonds, a, a very good young linebacker that's only 25 years of age. So he's going to be due for another contract soon. T.J. Edwards, who had a big year in Philly. Um, Deontay Foreman, who was part of the two-headed monster in Carolina with Chuba Hubbard. You got Robert Tanyan that comes in division from Green Bay and obviously D.J. Moore. And you're doing all that while still standing in the top ten where you could potentially grab the guy from – I can't even say his name – Peter something from Northwestern Skranowski or Perry Johnson from Ohio State. So, you know, this offseason, obviously, like – even during the season, people were saying, what are the Bears going to do to surround Justin Fields with the you know, right amount of talent? What are they going to do to help him reach his ceiling? Um, they made a trade to bring him some talent, and they have Claypool, him, Mooney, um, Cole Met. They lost David Montgomery, but I'm pretty sure you know, running back's there. You can work around that. But I feel like the Bears just did a whole bunch of good things um, to move in a positive direction. I know this year might not be this year, but they, they traded back. They helped. You know, they helped to see if Justin Fields is that guy, and they also did it while having enough ammo in the next year's draft to potentially trade up with two firsts, um, you know, maybe to get Caleb Williams or Drake May. So the Bears are number one for me. They made a lot of moves. They had the most cap space in the league, but I feel like they used it wisely in some spots they needed, and we'll see what they do tomorrow. You know, if you could – if you could trade back from the number one overall pick and potentially run into, you know, draft day's weird. We don't know what's going to happen. Run into uh, Jalen Carter or Tyree Wilson, one of the top defensive guys, while, you know, adding DJ Moore and adding all that draft capital for next year, that would be great. But uh, for me, uh, the Bears are number one and number two really quick is the Lions. Yeah. They added David Montgomery as a, um, I wouldn't say even, even a number two, man. They were, Montgomery and DeAndre Swift are a good combo. You know, one's a power back, one's a power back and scat back. So that's good for them. And then while they lost Jeff Okuda, sending him to the Falcons, they got Emmanuel Mosley, um, mm-hmm. and they got uh, Cam Sutton from the the Steelers, who's a, who, a underrated guy. Most people don't know about him. But I feel like the Lions made a lot of moves to, you know, move in the right direction, even though they might go cornering that with that first pick, which, you know, they'd have the option of the best corners, I think. But I just feel like the Lions have made – uh some strides, you know, coming off last season when they went nine and eight and they were just a play away from making it to the playoffs at the, uh, at the Rams and Seahawks game didn't end how it did. But for me, the two teams in the a- uh, NFC North made some of the biggest moves this offseason are going to set themselves up for success because, you know, that division is wide open for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. It was usually the Packers are bust or every here and there, you know, the the Vikings would have that good year. But it's more open than ever and those teams are ready to go. So those are my two teams.
1: Yeah. He uh, you t- you definitely took the, the Lions. That was my number one because I didn't want to you know be a homer and go with the Falcons. But I definitely was going to say the Lions, um, being that they're just building off that momentum from last year um, and, like you said, signed some you know, really good veterans in Montgomery. Like you said, now they, they probably have at least – I'd say probably close to the top five and a one-two punch in the league as far as running backs go uh, with Montgomery. He's been getting better each and every year now. He has a probably a, a viable line to actually run behind in a, a decent – not. To say not, no knock on Justin Fields, but you know, a quarterback that he has other weapons surrounding him now, like you know, Jared Goss, obviously a veteran, and he has you know, Armand St. Brown and a few other well, supposed to be Williams. Obviously, certain things happen to her, <laughs> he's only uh, what six games now, um, and a few other receivers basically, other playmakers around him to take off the the pressure from running the ball because which is a reason I think he got swallowed up a lot in uh, Chicago. Um, but like you said, got some uh, great veteran help at the corner spots, um, even though they you know, lost. A young corner by trading him to you know, my Falcons, but also um, the C.J. Gardner Johnson. Um, Forgot about uh, that. Yes. That's 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 and he didn't even sign. It wasn't even a crazy amount. Like he probably could have demanded and got a little bit more, but I think it was like uh, definitely like a team friendly little deal. Um, so, um, signing him as well, just uh, bolstering up that secondary. Um, they was I was you know going with them number one just because like I said they're building off that momentum from last year. I feel better at help um, they were able to resign. A lot of guys that came on and helped them. in um, like uh, the music, uh, Kvitsky,
0: another
1: important job. They did a pretty good job keeping guys in house, but also putting up um, art uh, building up here in Detroit. So, uh, here. Now I got to. Up just, um, just say, I think we're the second and third of the team Of course, um, so I'm glad that we spent a lot all of it, all of it. Obviously, we've reached out to uh, uh, I mean, our, our contact. Uh, we spent a lot of that money, obviously, on defense. on um, base of a, a better way what it used to be, but it definitely going to be a great veteran presence um, for that young D line. Um, I think I, I would think an underrated sign in um, Anya Mata um, from the Saints. And then obviously, Caden uh, Ellis as well, taking two of our rivals, um Chiefs of Stars or Young defensive Stars and, and bringing them over to our side was really big as well. Um, I think we think obviously we have a little bit of work to do offensively on, on, on certain spots, but even still brought in Johnu Smith. So him and hopefully a healthy uh, Pitts. It'll be a nice one-two punch at the uh, tight end spot, and then um, obviously, you know, bringing in a little bit of veteran leisure And Matt Collins, just a big body receiver that's going to block, do well blocking as well. Because, you know, with uh with Smith, we're going to be run first, and then pretty much throw second, and then um hopefully you know, able to able to pretty much help um you know our young quarterback and Desmond Ritter um, get his feet you know, feet way in the uh, first year starting. So one and two lions for me and then of course my Falcons hopefully we do something draft wise and um you know, build on that side of the ball for for Desmond Ritter and some other guys as well um, but going from best I would go to worst offseason so far who cool you got
0: I'm only I got one team um staying in the NFC North I was gonna go with the Ravens but they you know it's looking a little better but I'm going with the Packers man for And it's not necessarily their fault. It's them and Aaron Rodgers, you know, with that situation and how much cap space he takes up. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. really – you're really handicapped until you get rid of him. So, that just happened a couple days ago before the draft. So, they pretty much missed that on everything. But while they did that, they lost him. They lost Robert Tanyan, who was a uh, 10-touchdown guy a couple years ago. And then they lost their veteran safety, Adrian Amos. So, it's not too much to talk about. But we don't know what Jordan Love is, so – kind of feel like if he's going to be the quarterback, you need to get him as much help as you can. I know the wide receiver market wasn't that good, but, yeah. you know, you could have done something, maybe a tight end or something or Rasan Tanya, but for them to lose those three key pieces and not add anything, like they didn't add anybody worth mentioning. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody that's going to potentially come in and start maybe a special team guy that plays like a gunner or something. But other than that, man, they, they really didn't do much, but they couldn't do anything, so. Yeah. everybody was getting better in their division besides the Vikings. I don't really think they got much better. They lost a lot of pieces, but everybody's getting better. They're staying stagnant or getting worse. So that's a recipe for a disaster, but you know, we'll see. But as of now, I have the Packers just having my worst off season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that's, that's obviously definitely a good choice. Like I said, we we don't expect much from them this year. Like I said, we really don't know what Jordan Love is. And they lost a lot of key office of guys as well. Um, So gonna be rough pickings for them but like you said it's wide open so who knows you know what they do or can do at this point and what they do in the draft as well so like i said never know god i guess a little bit of flexibility, but not really i got two different teams they may be obvious choices but i think the los angeles rams for sure um gotta be one what two years removed from a super bowl now and obviously with the a pancake of a season last year they pretty much you know lost everyone um okay obviously traded Jalen Ramsey to Dolphins, um, lost Leonard Floyd, Bobby Wagner's gone. I mean, they only brought him in for a short time, but, you know, I obviously brought him for a short time because um, Matt Stafford, you know, was hurt, but Baker Mayfield's gone, no really backup quarterback there. Um, You know, don't really know what Stafford's going to be. He's obviously injury prone and, you know, don't really know what he'll be when he comes back. And pretty much a bunch of other people as well, a bunch of special team guys, a um, bunch of key guys that they did have um, on that Super Bowl team, pretty much gone. only signing I can really think of that they had was a tight end, I think Hunter. Um, but other than that, they they pretty much lost everyone. It's rebuild season over there. It's really looking crazy. It's crazy. It's said, like two years removed, and then you got your coach contemplating retiring. I know it was a rumor, and I don't even know if it's true or not, but, you know, young young your young coach that leads you to a super bowl got to point retiring like, i don't know how much like, truth that was those rumors but you know definitely not something that you, you know want to be a part of like i said literally literally first to last like this is it's crazy the downfall and then the other team i will say is um the arizona cardinals just don't really know what they're doing i guess both two nfc west teams um they got what booty baker won and out um in, in trade they lost byron murphy um Obviously, J.J. Watt retired, um, and then um, a few other key guys as well in their offense. So, or their offensive line, my thought. So, I don't know. And they really, obviously, don't really know what they have in Kyler. You not know, you know he's been up and down um, pretty much every year. He's been the lead, besides one. Um, obviously, fired their head coach as well. So, just a team. I think that's a little bit in turmoil as well. Don't really know what direction they're going. Um, a team that. Oh, and DeAndre Hopkins, more than likely, is probably getting shipped off, too. Maybe oh, yeah. even- he's not going to be a part um, of that rebuild. Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's, it's it's definitely crazy in the NFC West, uh, a, a division that we crowned as you know, the top of, like, probably the better of divisions. What two years ago, even last year they weren't terrible, but this year we got two teams that's pretty much sinking. San Francisco still should be at the top, depending on what they could do quarterback quarterback wise. We don't know what Purdy's looking like. Um, I know his. They said his rehab's kind of going a little slow, obviously they, they uh, signed um, or what traded for Donald. Um, so we don't really know what they're gonna do. They obviously trade uh, Lance as well. They kind of want to move on from him already. And then obviously Seattle, the surprise of the division, we, we don't know, they may be right back at the top of that division. So we're two teams, like I said, mine, uh, Arizona Cardinals, Los Angeles Rams, don't really know what they're doing, but maybe they can find some magic, find a spark and be the Seattle Seahawks of, uh, of last year.
0: But I agree with you, bro. Uh, the Rams, I think, like, I didn't really want to say it because it was awful. Like, they're in a rebuild. I don't think anybody expects anything. Like, there's a reason why Aaron Donald's talking about contemplating retirement. There's a reason why Jalen Ramsey is okay with being traded. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not looking pretty. They lost so many people from Taylor Rapp to all the people you know, uh, Wagner, Ramsey. I just don't know what the Rams are doing. Hopefully they're cooking up something. But down, they don't.
1: Like, You don't see that often from Super Bowl teams, like, that quickly.
0: But, I mean, you know, their goal is to get a Super Bowl. They traded all that draft capital, you know. There's was basically That's like true. left in picks, and it resulted in the Super Bowl. But now you can't. It's going to be hard. It's going to take way longer to rebuild because you don't have first-round picks. So, yeah, more power to the Rams. But, yeah, their offseason was terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like said, I guess that kind of has been like the – even in the NBA, too, like that, that's kind of been like the, the tale of the last few years. Like you just put all your chips in one basket for like one year, get yourself a Super Bowl or NBA championship. And then it kind of kind of fall off from there, kind of dispersed, like you, you're going kind of into rebuild mode. So, I mean, I guess it's all all for one glorious season and then like it's, it's building it back up. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. I guess it's better than just being stagnant or being, you know, maybe wild cards or first round, second round exits every year. So who knows? We'll see, though. Um but like I said all right, that's our best and that's our worst. And now I kinda wanna move on to our teams. I'll let you go first. Um the Jaguars, just talking a little bit about your offseason. Um what's what what's kind of been um you know the key signings for you guys, the key re signings for you guys, and then what you expect um kind of for the rest of the off season for you.
0: Oh uh, yeah, this is like my Jaguar fans will understand, but my the regular fans or regular casual fan won't understand. I'm going to give the Jaguars a B. You know, we didn't make any splash moves, no, we didn't break any headlines because of who we signed. Um, we spent a lot of money last year, and that's cashed in, but we re-signed some key guys. Obviously, Roy Robertson, Harris, people don't know about, but he was an inside interior lineman that, was great in run game, pass game, pass rush, pretty much everything. He was a key piece for us. Obviously, we signed in Evan Ingram. We would have liked to get him to like a three-year deal to lock him in for a couple of years. But that one-year deal, um, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about it in a second before I you know, forget. But that's a great signing. Obviously, Calvin Ridley, he's opening up our offense. Um, we're bringing in a true number one that's a great route runner. He's a deep threat. We like Last year, we had solid receivers, but we really didn't have that guy that could consistently you know, put pressure on the defense. Mm-hmm. If they don't feel you can beat them deep, they can play you know, within eight or nine yards. The cornerbacks aren't getting their depth and their drops and stuff like that. They're just really playing underneath. But what really, he opens up everything. And like I said, you're a Falcons fan, so you know how good he is at route running and how much that matters um, in the NFL. Because in the NFL, they run a lot of man coverage, and you got to be able to separate. And sometimes we struggle with that. So those three were our really only key additions. And that's good enough for me. We spent a lot of money, you know, um, in free agency last year. And we don't really have that many holes. We have some, which obviously I'm going to talk about, but not enough to where we have to go spending crazy in free agency. And lastly, all we did was um, restructure some contracts to create cap space. Um, Rashawn Drink and Roy Robertson Harris and our D tackle Devon Hamilton. And then other than that, we didn't really do anything. We let some guys go. I knew Marvin Jones was going to go. He was already phasing out, you know, for the rotation this year. Shaquem Griffin, I I would have paid for his plane ticket. Um my man me like if my dad if my dad texted me about a player, like he gets mad when we lose, but he doesn't text me about a specific player. He was like this Griffin dude got to go. Like he was getting killed by Alec Pierce and literally Matt Ryan had his best game of the season versus. It was like week 6, but when he went on IR, I knew what it was. I said this is the end of his tenure. So we let him go. And like, the only thing I'd say our off season was a B-plus if we didn't lose Juwan Taylor. But I knew we weren't going to be able to pay him, and he went to the Chiefs and got out of that money. Yeah. But once we paid Cam – we paid Cam last offseason. Then we would have had to pay Taylor. And then when Cam torres ACL and got hurt versus the Cowboys, his backup came in and played just as well as them. So it was like, you have three starting tackles. You can't pay all three. So you had to make a tough decision. You know, I wish we didn't lose him, but it is what it is. But other than that, man, I'm – we didn't really have to do much. Like we have some holes, a nickel corner, little pass rush, you know, maybe offensive guard or offensive tackle to move somebody around. But other than that, man, I like who we are and we didn't have to do anything crazy. We didn't have to go out and overpay for anybody. Just build it through the draft. So, um, like I said, I give the Jaguars a B and I'm, you know, I like where we're at heading into tomorrow night. So it'll be interesting to see what we do at 24. But what about your Falcons?
1: Yeah, man. Um, said i kind of hit on them obviously with the, our best off season so far with my number two team but um just pretty much with the teams that have the most money to spend typically are going to have the better of the off seasons um but obviously it depends kind of like how you spend that money and allocate it and i feel like they did a pretty good job you know with that um we did just make a cut with casey hayward that i was hoping we wasn't gonna make but i kind of saw the writing on the wall after the CUDA trade um obviously he got hurt early on last year but felt like he still got he, you know, he still has a lot to give but the cornerback room i guess is just a little too crowded now uh but i mean who knows we've had christian gonzalez mark mark uh to us at eight so i have no clue really what they're going to do um tomorrow but because of the type of signings that we've made um the type of moves that we've made but like i said just glad how we've allocated the money um the few contracts they like people probably feel that we may have overpaid on the caleb McGarry one um re-signing him just because you know he's He's really good at run blocking, um, but not the greatest in pass blocking. But I mean, we are a run first, run heavy team, so I mean th- that's okay with me. um I really like the Chris, Lynch, Chris Lindstrom signing. He had been at the top of you know guard PFF rankings all year last you know last two years. So um to lock him in and get him on a what was you know eventually be a team friendly contract was uh was really good. Obviously you know got our guard and tackle um, locked in for. For the future, and then, um, honestly just you know, like I said, just focusing on defense that's always what we've needed to do, and it's never what we have done. So, I'm glad that you know Terry allocated a lot of that money to the defensive end. Um, you know, like I said, bringing in veterans like Bates, Campbell, um, Amniata, uh, Caden Ellis. I still kind of hope and wish because he played pretty well last year for us. I hope we resign, figure out a way to get Rashawn Evans back. I don't know if he was signed somewhere else or not. I ain't advantage too much. I feel like he's still a free agent. But um, I feel like, you know, hole-wise, we, like I said, that's why I was hoping we wouldn't cut Hayward. But I still feel like, you know, depending on, you know, just because of injury history, who knows if Okuda goes back down, I, I feel like we still need a, a veteran quarterback. So I wish we'd have kept on to Hayward, but maybe we draft a young um, corner. There's a pretty good uh, amount in this upcoming draft. And, um, but it's the linebacker sp- spot as well. Yeah. Um, you know, Walker Walker's solid, um, but I think he makes a, a lot of mistakes and isn't as aggressive as at times. Um, he's pretty good in, in pass um, protection, but run protection we got awful. Um so hopefully we, we we lock in um somewhere, you know, outside middle linebacker as well. Um, and then receiver obviously. We just need, you know, we're expecting Johnu Smith and um Kyle Pitts to be healthy and to take a little bit of uh, attention off of uh, London. But, you know, I still think we don't really have a solid number two. Like Matt Collins, I don't think is a, a solid number two. I think that's a three four type receiver. Like I said, he's a bigger body that's willing to block, which, you know, of course we need that with our run blocking, but still feel like we need a solid slot, which, you know, if we knew the writing was on the wall, obviously after he got suspended a year, but if we was able to hold on to Calvin with the team that we're supposed to be having this year, um, and hopefully, you know, Ritter at least game – kind of game manages at least what he did last year. Like, he got better each and every game he started. If he's able to continue that trend, we would know, be looking pretty good in what I think is a wide-open NFC um, South at the moment. So, um, we did pretty good. I would give us a B plus A, depending on what we do tomorrow night for sure um, with our eight pick. We're, if we even have eight pick. Some people say we may trade back. So, who knows? Um, I don't know. A bunch of people have been mocked at us. Bijan – everybody everybody yeah, they really like struggling with this uh, yeah it's, it's karonsky karanski christian gonzalez either, either witherspoon Carter falls witherspoon like everybody so i i have no clue what we're going to do it's going to be but nobody knows what the first 10 picks going to be like that's why we're kind of doing the top 10 mock drafts so definitely stay around but you know it, it's, it's going to be interesting but i think i trust i trust terry so far somewhat Feel like there's been a few picks here and there that that I knew that they it, it wasn't going to hit like the Jalen Mayfield third round pick for the year last year two years ago so I mean I trust him with certain picks they, they drafted decently well so hopefully you know he doesn't squander with this number eight pick as well oh
0: so. uh, yeah I think y'all had a you know I don't know too much about y'all roster but I know like y'all had a lot of you know pieces that need to be rebuilt and secondary was one of them and starting with y'all added jesse bates which is a good veteran he's a he's young but he's a veteran seems like he's been around for a while and him and okuda like okuda if he can stay healthy obviously detroit's secondary was god awful last year but he was one of the only bright spots so i feel like he can develop a little bit on the other side of aj and then I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, in Detroit, he was getting all the wide receiver one matchups. So with AJ, he'll get the twos and threes. So he'll be able you know, be a little better. But uh, I like what the Falcons are heading. Obviously on offense, like like you said, Arthur wants to run the ball. He wants to run the ball and control the clock. Like he's not trying to put up 40, 50 points a game. So he's not always looking for the sexy pick. He's looking for to dominate the trenches and get somebody to pound the rock. So there's there's so many reasons why I could see y'all taking O line. No, 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 not O line. Dijon or a corner. Like, there's just so many options you guys could do. But, hey, maybe they even surprise y'all with quarterback. I know you'd be mad. Like, we got other holes to fill probably, but, mm-hmm. hey, man, you never know. This is about it's the NFL draft. Like, literally somebody – y'all could trade up to three and nobody's talked about the Falcons trading. Like, you yeah. never – but shout-out to the Falcons. Uh, they're giving the city a little life. Some of my other friends, they're Falcons fans. They're, you know, they're excited about going to some games, but they don't like my boy Ritter, so <laughs> – I think he decides it all, but yeah. you guys are trending upwards. And like you said, the NFC South is wide open. I don't think it all, the Panthers could win it, the Saints with Derek Carr could win it, or the Bucks with Kyle Trash. I mean, no, my fault, Baker. You never know. But hey, man, as of now, y'all are, I think y'all have made some of the best moves. The Panthers traded away a lot. They still have a solid team. The Saints are there. I think the Saints are the favorite, but. You guys got a shot.
1: But they were the favorite last year too, so who knows? You Never know. We'll, we'll definitely see. But like you said, definitely trending upward. That's all you can really ask for. Ask for. We got out of cap hell, and now we have some flexibility. But uh, moving on, next we're gonna hit on the draft. Some gives a little bit, you know, predictions and just thoughts real quick before we kind of do just hop in and uh, do a little top ten mock draft. And then of course we'll have a um, graphic and everything that puts out tomorrow um, about who we're gonna pick. So. And I'll kind of run down how we're gonna do it in a second, but um, just NFL pre- draft predictions. Anything, anything might happen? It's been a lot that's been going on, been talked about. Obviously, Will Levis. The, the last few days, it's been the the talk that on you know, somehow, some way, you know, it got on Reddit. You know, everything gets gets on Reddit. But he uh ex- exposes family that um the Panthers promised him that you know they were gonna pick him number one. I more if they do that cool I'm, I'm happy with that like please take will levis I for, change I up draft. Sure like that. yeah that I for sure one it changes up the draft and i'm mocking they're 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 no longer you know one of the favorites to me because i think they did had a decent off with the signing that they had but please take him i'll be happy but um what uh what kind of predictions you think may happen what do you think may uh may go down
0: I had to pull up the order real quick on my phone, so bear with me because I can't remember outside of the top 10. Because my first thing, obviously, I have – I think teams are going to panic. Um, if – okay, yeah. let me say this to you guys. If Bryce Young doesn't go one, teams are going to panic. Like, I feel like there's going to be a run on quarterbacks and all four quarterbacks are going by the top seven. People are going to trade up. Because, I like, a lot of teams like Levis, but I feel like a lot of teams have Bryce Young and Richardson as their top quarterback. So, if Richardson makes it out of – Well, no, I lied. They're still going to – four going to go in the top seven, but if Bryce Young doesn't go one, I feel like – you know how the Texans have been rumored to take a defensive guy. I feel like Bryce Young was their number one guy, so they'll take him. But um, I have – I have the Titans trying to trade up. They're at number 11, and I feel like that's waiting too long to get their guy. And I also have the Texans being greedy. Like, if everything plays out how they want to, they trade with the Cardinals, so they have two top five picks. Like whatever, I don't know what they have to give, but they trade back up into the um to the top five. Uh, other than, for picks, that's about it for me because there's not too many teams that need to trade up. Like the Packers don't need to, the Patriots not yet. Mm, nah, but okay, I do have a prediction. I, I I think that Jalen Carter. It's not really a prediction, but I'm just throwing it out there. I feel like Jalen Carter uh, might be the first defensive player taken. Like, I know he's had a lot of red flags, but there could have been a team that has a great, you know, letter and leadership on their team, great coaching staff, great mentors to, you know, and maybe as far away from home, uh, they might have fallen in love with him. So, those are really, I don't really have too many predictions, man. I uh, My last one, Bijan Robinson, will fall out of the top 12. Like, I've seen you guys mock to take them. Philly can. They can do whatever they want. They can take him. They can add to their defensive line. They could do so many other things. But when I look at the top 10, unless they really need one, nobody needs to take one. Like, you have – the Seattle's not taking one. Detroit is not taking a running back. Falcons could. The Bears don't need to. They have other, you know, needs. You got the Titans, no. The Texans, you could, but you you, you got a and roster, a whole bunch of other things. The Packers, no. The Pats, maybe. But, like I said, uh. John Robinson falling out of the top 12. So those are pretty much my predictions. I got a couple teams trading up. The Titans trading up. The Texans trading up again. So they got two picks. Dijon Robinson uh, going outside of the top 12 and Jalen Carter being the first defensive lineman, take, defensive player taken, even though I don't think he's going to be the first one taken. Yeah.
1: I think you said obviously what I was going to say. I think somehow, somewhere, I feel like because I mean, like I said, we don't really know what Jordan Love is, but I feel like they're definitely not sold on Jordan Love, and I think he's he's not good. I feel like somehow, some way, they try to use the, the traffic they just got by trading Aaron, maybe a few others, futures, try to get up. If Depending on, like you said, like if, if Bryce doesn't go one and um, Houston takes a defensive player too, I feel like they try to somehow, some way get into the top ten to snag. One of the quarterbacks, whether it be Stroud, Levis, or Richardson, so I think it's a possibility. I think they may try to do something like that. I don't know if they have like that type of capital for the future. I think they may have enough, you know, being what they got back from Aaron Rodgers. But I think they try to somehow, some way. And then I think Bijan. If he if we don't get him at eight, I think he goes to ten to Philly for sure. I don't. I think he's top ten somehow, some way. I mean, Philly did lose Miles Sanders. I don't know if they signed anybody or signed anybody this all season, running back wise um but just another running another, another young running back that they could add to the core with um gain and they got another running back i forgot who it is but i don't I think, think he, boston
0: i don't think boston scott is still there yeah Boston. Yeah, he nah,
1: he's like scat type back anywhere like oh, yeah no nah,
0: he's he's definitely on every down back
1: yeah so i think they take him at 10 if we don't take him at eight because nobody else is going to take him so it's like he either eight or ten regardless um but i don't even know i really don't know who we're going to take at eight but um other than that, I think – I think depending on, again, who gets drafted where, Houston doesn't – I think Houston does go defense number two, and they're going to get a quarterback with 12. Um,
0: but like, I, mean, I don't mean to cut you off, bro, but, like, if they don't get one at two and they sit at 12, bro, there's no guarantee to all four of those no quarterbacks there, unless they want to take Hooker, but nobody –
1: gonna... That's what I was about to say. One of those two are probably going to go to them. I don't think it's going to be – one of the top three. If they don't take them at two, there's not gonna be one, it's not gonna be CJ Stroud, Richardson, or uh Bryce is gonna be Levis or Hooker. But then at that point, I feel like you're kind of reaching a little bit.
0: Yeah, but you could 12. if that at that point, if, if those are the only options, you could take the best player available in another position yeah, sure. to build to your roster and just like it's always hard, bro, to to skip out on the quarterback because there's no guarantee you're gonna have the number one or number two next year. And then mm-hmm. the way they're talking about Caleb uh Williams and Drake May. Trading up next year is going to be crazy. You're going to have to get four first, so.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Skip, like, Will Anderson turns into a Hall of Fame player. That's cool. But (laughs) what if Bryce Young and CJ Stride are franchise quarterbacks? Yeah. I think quarterback. I mean, pass rusher is a very important position, but quarterback is the most important. So, hey, man, I don't know. That's why it's the draft, bro. Like, this stuff is so hard to predict. You never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, the two biggest needs that they, they say that Houston has is quarterback and edge. So, I mean, it really just depends on how they try to shake it. Because, like, obviously, Will's not going to be there if they don't get him at two. But it's, I guess, what it, whatever they feel like they need most. Like, I mean, you know, he's had what decent, decent, like, bright, he has, he's yeah. had bright spots here and there. Um, dang, why I forgot his name. Um, who's Texas quarterback? Yeah, he's had price bites in there, but I don't think they, I don't foresee him going another year with them unless they want to do something crazy. Like, I mean, they had a decent amount of signings this off season. I don't think NFC y'all's division isn't that wide open. So they could still like be sorry next year again and then be all in on Caleb Williams or a Drake may, if they do end up getting that one or two. So I
0: mean, yeah, they
1: could plus again, and if you mm-hmm. of those two if they're more solidified and they're more sold on them than they are on the quarterbacks this year, and they take Anderson at at two, and then go even in a different position at twelve. I don't know. Hey Amen. man. Crucified for not taking one of those quarterbacks this year too. So
0: this is why um, the GMs and the scouting departments get paid how they do to make these decisions because they could, you know, change your franchise. Like Houston's in the toughest spot for sure. Because I would go quarterback. I wouldn't get out of the day with, you know, without having my quarterback, but you can get some some 10-year Pro Bowl players like a Will Anderson or – I'm not taking Tyree Wilson. I'm not taking a project. Not even a project, but somebody like – I know you look into upside, but I'm not taking him over Will Anderson with number two. Maybe no, if he's it. there at 12, but they got tough decisions to make. I hope they mess up. You know me. I hope they mess it all yeah. up. But um, yeah. it's definitely going to be interesting, bro, like – there's a team that we haven't talked about, and nobody's talked about for the past weeks or months. Is going to trade up, like the Bucks could trade up. Not true, get a quarterback. You just never know.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a surprise team that trades up for sure. We don't know who it is going to be, but somebody well, could trade it, from the
0: twenties. Cool. Who? Cool. No, I was saying somebody could trade from the twenties. You never know. Yeah, it's it's weird.
1: Yeah, well, I guess my pick was the Packers. I think they may try to trade up, but. Like you said, it really, it honestly could be the Bucks. It, it literally can be anybody. So I don't know. It's going to be crazy to see. I can't wait to see it. But we'll kind of mock our top 10 and who we think should go where next. So obviously on the clock, we got the Panthers. Kind of how we're going to do it. You pick who you think the Panthers are going to pick. I'm going to pick who I think the Panthers are going to pick. We kind of roll from there. And then, like I said, I'm going to make a graphic posted up tomorrow on obviously our. Uh, our page is what the game means to me and then off the ball network as well. But um, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Panthers on the clock, what do you think they select?
0: I think it's Bryce Young. But, you know, the Reddit post, I'm hearing stuff. I'm not going to be too long. This is probably the only one I'm going to be too, too long about. But seeing the Reddit post and then thinking about, like, back in Frank Reich's history, like, he likes to take big guys that are, you know, have a – History of being maybe a little too reckless, or need to fine-tune the little things, and you know fixing them up from the Carson Wentz, Brett Favre, Phillip Rivers, those type of guys, gunslinger mentality type quarterbacks. Um, I could see him maybe liking Will Levis and taking him, but I'm gonna trust my gut and go Bryce Young. Cause if I took Will Levis now, I mess up the whole mock. My whole mock will be wrong. Cause I feel like Bryce Young's the guy, even though I'm scared about him, you know, playing ten plus years. But he is the best quarterback in this draft at like right now. Does he have the highest yeah. upside? No, but from what I watched the last two years, he's better than CJ Stroud, definitely better than Levis, definitely better than Anthony Richardson, and better than Hender Hooker. Even though Hender Hooker was pretty good, but going yeah. Bryce Young, gotta lock it in. That makes sense.
1: And crazy thing, before I make my pick, um, it's crazy. I literally just got a Bleacher Report saying that. Green Bay may trade down. So that literally kills my whole thought. <laughs> but you still, again, we never know. Like, they could be saying that reports be, be, bunch of reports be wrong these days, but obviously people like me be wrong too. But it literally says they may trade down to get a tight end, which I mean.
0: Uh-oh. I didn't even notice my guy froze, no, man. Uh, you never mind, you good.
1: Are oh, we back? Oh my junk Yeah, you froze for oh, a second. I was about to oh, freestyle. Yeah, I think, um, like... Go ahead. <laughs> I did see a, a blank out. I was like, okay, hold on. Let me wait to it to come back up. But um, Yeah, I'm going to lock in. I want to lock in just to be different because I, I, I've i been battling between Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson. I just feel like with the type of offense that they could potentially run and the type of players that they did sign this offseason, I think Either one of them easily could fit, but I think Richardson could. Could he could fit like, the mo? I mean, they got or well, they, they brought in Miles Sanders, um, brought in Adam Thielen. Forgot the other receiver they got. I think got in as well. But oh, and they got um, uh, old Falcons player as well. It just came from the Bengals tight end. Um, hey, I Hager's. Hager's. Yeah, I think like they got enough weapons around him to where like he can grow throughout the year like obviously me being a florida fan i didn't think he was gonna i didn't i didn't i was like no nah, he needs to stay another year but obviously i can see like why people you know or why he and why others are saying like he needs to go now because he's kind of the prototype for what the quarterbacks are going to be or supposed to be or like you know obviously the better ones in the league nowadays obviously like a lamar jackson type deshaun watson type like obviously mobile but has arm strength as well so um it makes sense even though like I can say mechanical wise, he has a lot of things to fix by I me. Mean, obviously, you get with the NFL team and around veteran players, that type of stuff can be fixed and worked out. Um, but I think I'm locking Anthony Richardson. Um, obviously the talk the talk for at for that has kind of cooled down. It's more been Will Levis or Bryce Young. But I think I don't know. I can just see the fit for some reason. I was like kinda of like Cam, not really Cam Newton, but obviously Cam, Cam Newton, faster Cam Newton, bigger, big ish type Cam Newton. Like I can just kind of see the similarities. Um, obviously, they're not, it's not the same coaching staff, not the same type of offense, and they're you know, not doing that, but I can just see it, and I feel good about it for some reason. So I'm gonna go with Anthony Richardson at, at, at two, I mean at one, sorry, for the Carolina Panthers. Let me see. Number two pick, we got Houston Texans. They're on the clock. Who would you pick, number two?
0: This is the unofficial mock. I'm just telling y'all now, when you guys, People from watching the show now, people that watch it back, this is unofficial where I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm freestyling because I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, you know how random the draft is. I'm trying to envision what the it's going to be tomorrow. It may possibly happen. Because whatever I'm, whatever, whatever I'm thinking, it's not going to happen. Yeah.
1: And this is obviously if everyone keeps their spots and doesn't trade yeah. too. Like,
0: all right, man, let's do it. All right. They're not in love with CJ Stroud, but you can't pass up on the quarterback. And, Davis Mills, Case Keenum. Davis Mills is serviceable enough to hold down the job for a year. Um, I'm going to go with a – this is a crazy one, and I wouldn't want it to happen in division. I'm going to go Anthony Richardson number two. Anthony
1: Richardson two. That makes sense.
0: I can see it. Like, if they take any quarterback, they take him, and if not, it'll be defense. And But, you know, like I said, if Bryce Young is not one, then he'd go here But – let's rock with A. Rich.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I um... – Obviously, I went Anthony Richardson one. We're kind of flipping it. I'm going Bryce Young two. Um, I was going to go Will Anderson, but I I don't know. Before I made my pick for Carolina, I felt good about Richardson. I feel like you said, they don't don't pass up. They can't or shouldn't pass up on a talent like Bryce Young. So I feel like he goes number two, Um, obviously, depending on what happens. One, but Bryce Young number two for me. Um, Number three pick, Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. Who would you select for them?
0: You know, we're not doing any trades, but as of now, I think somebody's going to take this spot if it goes this way. No, no, no. I'm sorry. If if it goes this way, nobody's going to trade up. Um, and as of now, I'm going to stick with my gut, man. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Will Anderson. Um, this has been mocked to him for a while. They just lost J.J. Watt. Um, their pass rush is not good at all. Lost Byron Murphy, some other players. So they're going to start here with the you know, franchise changer. And I think uh, – Will Anderson's like he's a pro bowl. He's a captain type guy. Good guy to have in the locker room. Um, a great player that gives a lot of effort. And people talk about how some like his numbers weren't as good as the year before. But you know, when you dominate like that, um, there's some smart coaches out there and they're gonna game plan around you, they're gonna run away from you, they're gonna double team you, they're gonna chip you, they're gonna do all that stuff. So I'm not really buying into people overlooking him because his production dropped a little bit. That's what happens. But I'm gonna lock in Will Anderson here uh, Will Anderson here the three.
1: Solid. That's what well, I was going with as well. Like I said, given if if no trades happen for some reason, I feel like this is going to be the no, the, the. Gotta one. be. I think they're going to trade this this pick. They just need more draft picks. They need to do a lot more.
0: A lot, like that. It makes sense for them to trade because they they don't need just one thing. So you're right, hundred percent. They need a bunch of things, but like I said, we're doing it based off if they don't trade. So
1: if they don't trade. Will Anderson is definitely the pick here. They need defensive line help in general, you know, edge and D tackle. They just need defensive linemen, defensive help in general, actually, because I forgot, they like I said, they're more than likely going to have to trade Buddha and Byron Murphy's gone too. But I think it's a little too high for any type of corner or linebacker, obviously. Um, so Will Anderson is definitely the pick here for sure. Um, number four, Colts are on the clock. Who are we picking for our guys, to?
0: This one hurts me, man. I don't even want my guy to drop, but I feel like I just have this crazy feeling something's going to happen. I'm going with Will Levis, uh, I think. Oh, wow. Like, I like CJ Stroud. I think he's better. And I don't know what the Colts think of him. Like, if Wright was still here, I'd be like, lock it in, Will Levis. I like, I really don't know. I'm torn between him and uh, Levis and Stroud for this one. But I just have this feeling, you know, their owner really involved in the process and stuff. And I feel like it's, like, it's partly his pig. It, it, it doesn't always go like that, but in some, for some teams like the Cowboys and stuff, I'm pretty sure even Arthur has a little bit of input. Maybe I don't know, but I think, bro. I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's Will Levis. I have this just crazy feeling. If he falls to four and A. Rich is going, like it, everything changes because if the order switches and Bryce Young or A. Rich is here, they're going. But I think Will Levis. I think Will Levis goes to Indy at four if Bryce Young and uh, A. Rich are off the clock.
1: Yeah, I can see it as well. Um, I definitely can see it. I'm, I'm not on the Will Levis train at all. I don't know why there's people are so high on him. I, I think the clear-cut three or top three, in my opinion, should be Stroud, Bryson, Richardson. But not even really Richardson because I just said the, the flags I saw on him. But obviously the you know, the tangibles and the potential that we see in him. But I don't know. I, I easily could see them taking – Will Levis here as well, but just so obviously we're only doing the top 10. If we're doing the top 12, like I said, my prediction is that Will Levis goes 12, but I'm going to pick CJ Stroud here. Um I don't, I don't think they're high. I don't know. I don't really know their feelings about CJ Stroud at all. I don't know. He probably, I don't even know if he took a visit there. Probably. Um, I think they, I think they got all of them in there. Probably. I mean, they should have for sure. But again, is all this stuff coming out about testing He's not a good test taker, all this. You know, you scored low on the with the S2 um, quarterback test. So, I don't know. I really don't know how they feel about him, but I feel like my top three is clear, and obviously the other two are off the board. So, I'm going C.J. Stroud here for the Colts. Number five, we got the Seattle Seahawks. They're on the clock. Who do you it
0: from? All right, man. This is where it gets a little difficult, but I think I'm going to – Stick with my gut. I mean, obviously, ah, man, this is a tough one because Stroud can go here. He he really could. He could. But, be.
1: Yeah. I mean, they talked about Seattle possibly getting a quarterback, even though Geno signed the, you know. Yeah.
0: Game, so. like, before this, nobody thought Geno was a long-term option. He had a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, They went to the playoffs, but I don't think he's the five- or six-year plan. He might be the plan for one or two more years. Like, I would love for Rich to go here if he was still on the board because he can sit behind Gino. But I'm going to go defense. Uh, I think Seattle's run D was atrocious last year. And when you're playing in the same division with San Fran, you got to have some type of run D. So I'm going to go Jalen Carter. You know, Pete Carroll's kind of – I wouldn't say he's a wild card guy, but he's okay with giving guys, you know, a couple red flags opportunities. Like, he's, he's just all for mm-hmm. – knowing how we're young and we make mistakes and stuff and he's able, you know, he's okay with helping people grow. So I think um, for one, he's way away from home. He's way away from the East coast on the other side of the um, Seattle U S. So, I mean, I think that's good. Staying away from trouble, not going back home. Um, And he's in a good place and with a good, um, I think a good culture. I don't know how much longer Pete Carroll's is going to coach because he's in the seventies, if I'm not mistaken, but I think this is a good pick right here. So I'm going to go. We'll go Jalen Carter five, but like outside of this, I could only see quarterbacks going here. If one of the quarterbacks, they have number one on their board is still available. I don't think, I don't see them taking a D and unless will Anderson's here or a corner or anything. So I'm going to rock with Jalen Carter. Number five.
1: Yeah. We're in agreement on this one as well. I was going with Jalen Carter, a lot of the talk, you know, obviously he was much of the talk, most of the off season because of all the, you know, the, you know, the stuff that happened that we won't get into. Um, Know the unfortunate events that happened. Um, so I think that some of that talk has calmed down, but like so you you can't knock everything else, what you've seen on the field, what you see on tape, his size, um, obviously, athleticism, what he brings and will bring to the NFL and to you know, whatever team does draft him. I think Seattle needs it. Like you said, their defense as a whole was atrocious, but defensive line for sure. sure. Um, so I think if like you said their top quarterback isn't on the board anymore at this point, and Obviously, given our draft, it probably isn't. I think they go with J- uh, Jalen Carter for sure. So I'm locking that in at five as well. Number six, Detroit Lions. On the clock, who you got?
0: This is when, it, I mean, obviously, the draft's tough regardless. But this is when it gets really tough as a mock draft person. Um, they have a couple of needs. Obviously, like I said, their defense was atrocious last year, like awful. Worse in the league, pass defense especially. So I wanted to go D-N and go Tyree Wilson on the other side of, um oh man. Aiden Hutchinson, who they just drafted. But you trade away Okuda. You got some, you know, you added some corners. You added CJ, which is a safety. You added two corners, but there's always a third spot, even though CJ plays in the slot sometimes. So I, I got them taking a corner. Um, the Jeff Okuda style didn't work for them. I know a lot of people have Witherspoon as number one, but he's he is physical. He does it like he'll come down and hit you like he's 6'2". Mm-hmm. but they already tried the Jeff Okuda experiment, that little smaller corner. So I think they go with the more physical freak, and I think they go uh, Christian Gonzalez from – not Colorado. He played at Colorado, but from Oregon, the long corner. So I got them going there with six. They had a lot of options. You go quarterback yeah. here, you go C.J. Stroud, who's a pocket passer, just like Golf. sit behind him for a while. Even though Golf's pretty good, I think he's better than people give him credit for it, But Worst defense in the league you just traded away your best corner on the worst passing defense in league. Um, so I think you have to, you have to go corner and Christian Gonzalez can play anywhere. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with him for number six. Yeah. Solid pick. I think he definitely goes somewhere between
1: here and 10 for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely solid pick. I um, agree with it as well. Only reason I, I think, um, I'm going with the first answer that you kind of say, you kind of alluded to what I was going to say, uh, their you know, defense is atrocious defense line for sure. was atrocious. Um, but defense as a whole was, was very bad. Aiden Hutchinson and some of the boys got came along towards the end of the season when they started getting rolling after they came out of that losing streak. Um, and I think they're going to try to
0: kind
1: of, I mean, I can't say that they're going to do what the Redskins did. Cause I mean, they're not like some, some crazy tandem, but they are good when they're both healthy um and sweating, uh, Chase Young. So I think they, they said they're kind of going to go like drive D-line early, Young, kind of have them grow together, um, be the tandem, um, rush in. So I'm going, you said project player, but I guess potential is there. Um, and I guess they can kind of take a swing on things, um, given the type of offseason they had and um, overachieving in a sense last year. And then, I mean, they got a little bit of expectations this year, but I think they can uh, build on his potential. But I'm going to go Tyree Wilson here. Um, lock it in at six I uh, Christian I can see the corner but being that they you know like I say they kind of went um went heavy corner and safety during uh the offseason with the signings, I think they may try to go corner later on in the draft with, a, with another pick um maybe second round if there is a guy there that they like so Tari Wilson for me at six on the clock we got the Las Vegas Raiders I almost said Oakland Raiders Las Vegas Raiders number seven we got uh, we got
0: This is all based off how the draft plays out. Um, the, all the quarterbacks are pretty much going. I have them taking Witherspoon, the next, whichever one is still there, uh, Gonzalez or Witherspoon, but CJ Stroud is still there on my mock. And I know he rumored to say, you know, he liked to play for the Raiders. Who wouldn't want to play with Devontae mm-hmm. um, and the leading rusher in the league? So... I'm going to go CJ Stroud here. It's either CJ Stroud or cornerback because their secondary is abysmal as well. It's a lot of teams in the top 10 with well, not good secondaries, but quarterback, Jimmy G, you know, he's not the long term option. He can't stay healthy. Um, let him, let Stroud sit for a year, maybe two, and you rock out because in that division, you have Quarterbacks, I know Russ didn't play the best, but you got Herbert, you got Mahomes, you got to find a way to compete at that position. And Jimmy G doesn't like to go outside the numbers, so you're not competing with Mahomes and them with uh Mr. Hornstar Jimmy. So I'm taking CJ Stroud number seven, but this is only if it plays out like this. I don't see him making it this far, but hey, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. We shall. He said this I mean,
1: I highly doubt it. We can say it it could be two top 10 picks that get traded out of
0: who knows. I don't. Think yeah. One of them. Raiders one is not one trading back, back though. I don't think so. Uh, until Jelani screen comes back. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like the Raiders could go secondary, but I'm pretty sure I feel like CJ Stroud is second on the board, the board, if not first. So I feel like you got to rock with your guy. He falls to you and it. Rose out that way, you, you gotta run with it. Um, you're back, so you can
1: go ahead with your pick, bro. Yeah, mine's gonna be Christian Gonzalez. Um because corner is a need. They need a corner, they need defense. They definitely need a corner. And like you said, Devin, De, Devon Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez is like kinda like one A, one B. But you know, I guess Gonzalez has kind of been like more heavily stouted. I guess obviously he's been, he's been seen a little bit more, obviously more than the Illinois. So I don't know. They could they could go either one, but I, I I'm I'm taking a mistake and say they'll, they'll go Christian Gonzalez with the one A. Um if he's still there on the board. For for me, obviously there, yeah, So I'm gonna go Christian Gonzalez. Number eight, we got my Falcons. Um obviously I'm gonna let you go first. I'm let him go first. Um, Man, you got them got them taken.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. This is the worst one for me. Um it's the worst. you know your team way more than me. Like, I'm not I'm not mocking y'all Bijan at eight. Like I get it, he he might be the best player in the draft. He's top three for me, if not two. But like it's so many other things. Like at this point, all the top linemen are still there. The top edge rushers have, I mean, one edge rusher is gone, but you still got Nolan Smith, you still got a dude from Iowa, you still Tyree Wilson, you know what? Mm-hmm. For the sake of this draft, since he's still there, I'm going to mock Tyree Wilson there. Um, You need somebody that can go get the quarterback. I was going to say Skarnowski or Paris Johnson. Yeah. But y'all pass rush hasn't been good over the last couple of years, has it? It
1: has been god-awful. Gotta, be-
0: gotta start somewhere.
1: Yeah. Him or Nolan
0: Smith at this point?
1: Yeah. I mean... <sighs> I don't know. Be- given how my draft has played out, I guess I, I really didn't even. I don't even want to make this pick because it's kind of like, and that's why I was like, you kind of, you're kind of doing it freely because it's like Jaguars aren't in the top ten, so it's like, damn. For the first if time got it. Out, it's like, like if I pick it and then we, we post it, it's like, what the hell? What were you thinking? Why would they get him at eight? I don't know, but it's like you really can't think like that because like they really have like five, six players probably mocked to them here. But even people, some people think we're gonna get JSN right here, so who knows. Like
0: I think that would piss you off.
1: That would kind of make me a little upset. <laughs> like he's um, gonna
0: be a real good player, bro. But no.
1: Nah. Yeah, I I really don't know. Like I'm I'm really stuck. Like I can see them going, um, tackle slash guard because they think uh, about saying his name right, Spronowski. He's gonna go. Yeah, gonna, they say he's an NFL guard. So I was like, they the other side, the other guard position isn't really locked down. So I can definitely see them going there. But I don't know. Being that I picked, I was gonna pick Gonzalez, but they made the Jeff Okuda trade, so it was like, who knows? Like, obviously, I picked Gonzalez for uh for the Raiders. So this shit's tough. I think we definitely need Edge. Um, I think they're expecting the two that we picked last year in the later rounds to kind of step up this year. So, I, given like how my draft has played out, I've already picked all 3 through the three best defense alignments. So I'm not gonna go there. I'm going to have to do it, and it's going, it's going to make me mad in real life, but being how I've drafted so far, I think it's the safest pick. I'm going to go Bijan Robinson. I want to go Devin Witherspoon, but I just don't think they take him that high. Like if Christian's not there, I don't think they take him. And I think they're going to go – they're either going defense alignment or they're going Bijan for some odd reason. So I'm going to go Bijan for, just for the sake of my draft because I picked all the top defense alignments and they're already gone. So it sucks, and I really don't like that I picked him. Jeff is going to hate me for picking them and putting this out tomorrow because I hate myself right now for doing it. So pick number nine, Chicago Bears. Who you got them taking?
0: Uh, If the draft plays out like this, they're running to the clock. Like, they're handing it in before Mm – well, no, they don't know you guys are going to take Bijan. but if they see it play out, like, they're they're running straight to the thing. Um, For me, I – I paid attention to the draft, but not as much as previous years where I scouted like almost every position. So I didn't really scout a line like that. So I don't know who's better between uh, Skornowski and Paris Johnson. But I'm going to go with I'm pretty sure J- uh, Justin Fields is lobbying for, a, a you know, old teammate maybe. Mm But in practice every day that was protecting his uh, blind side and is very versatile. I've heard a lot about Skronouski that he could be like a Pro Bowl guard and tackle at the same time. So that's why people like him better. But I'm gonna my gut tells me that if this is what's available, um I think yeah, I'm gonna take Parish Johnson. I'm thinking too much. I think Parish Johnson from Ohio State, uh the tackle was gonna be the pick here. You know, you gotta protect your investment. You gave him a receiver, got a tight end. Mm-hmm. Helped your defense out a little bit, gotta to add to the O line because his O line wasn't good at all, actually. Yeah. If I remember correctly, his rookie year they were bottom like bottom three maybe in the league. So you that gotta make
1: really okay. two years, but his yeah. rookie year they for sure suck.
0: Paris Johnson, though, is my pick.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go Perry Johnson as well, just because you said that familiarity. Oh uh old teammate, um, old lineman. That's what they need. Um it could honestly be here or skonowski but i'm gonna go like you said just that that connection you say maybe lobbying for him and i think i think gms and coaches listen i mean it may just have been burrow and maybe we're just reading a little bit into it but i think they're starting to listen a little bit to maybe their younger quarterbacks on certain picks possibly i don't know i think that maybe just been a one-off situation but i think paris johnson would be the pick too like you said run into the podium with it as well because they need all the offensive alignment help that they can get but it's definitely either him or uh Peter for sure. So but I'm gonna go with Paris Johnson as well, just because of that connection. But last pick of the top ten, Philadelphia Eagles on the clock. Who you got?
0: This is a wild one, bro. B. John's not there. They don't need receiver, don't need quarterback. O line, I mean, you could go there if you wanted to add to already. They're getting older, you know, Kelsey Lane Johnson, they're getting older, but some just tells me people don't talk about it a lot, but Nolas, because he got hurt last year. Nolan Smith from Georgia the in um, I know they had Sweat, but Reddick. Ah, oh, Reddick's still there.
1: Oh, a lot is, of their guys get older. They, they, they re-signed. They did I think re-sign. Sweat and
0: Reddick are still there, bro. Yeah, um, you know, they hmm. don't care. They
1: they 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 stack up on. Now they do. You're right because they
0: have Fletcher Cox and they still got Jordan Davis. Man, I'm just roll with it. I'm gonna go Nola Smith from Georgia. I don't even think like he could. He could be a top. He could be pick number ten, and he could get picked like pick twenty eight. So that that's definitely a wild card for me. If it hits, it hits. But (laughs) yeah, I'm gonna go Nola Smith because I at this point I don't know who the Eagles would take.
1: Yeah, they kind of got some flexibility as well. Like I said, I, I. if Bijan, like I said, I said it with my prediction, if we get him at eight, we don't get him at eight, they're definitely getting him at ten. Like he's either going eight or ten. There's no in-between, there's no earlier, there's no none of that. Um, unless, like you said, it's the NFL draft. Somebody can surprise us, but I think it's eight or ten for sure. Obviously, in my mock, I just took Bijan to us. Um so I mean they could go offensive line, but they don't really have a great need there. Um I don't know. I think I'm about to pick a crazy ass pick. And it's only because for some reason early on I saw him mock to Us as well. And I mean he doesn't he doesn't pop pop, but he does he does the little things right and he plays pretty good in run defense. It's gonna be a crazy pick, like I said. Like I just said, they stack him on defense line anyway. They don't really care. I'm gonna go Luke Van Ness at ten. Because they you know he's been mocked as early as Avis for us. And again, I've already picked out the good defense lineman. I don't think they go him at ten, but you never know. Like, I just don't. See, I don't see the forfeit, but they could possibly. Who knows? Like I said, they stack on a defense lineman, so I'm gonna go there. Um... Oh.
0: But yeah, while Jelani, uh, once Jelani comes back, we'll wrap this thing up. But yeah, the Eagles at this point, with my mock draft, it make life way harder for them because they wouldn't know where to go. Um, and they have they have little holes, maybe maybe secondary, but there's nobody really worth you know turning up for. It. Um, so we'll see, bro. But the Eagles have a lot of yeah. tough decisions to make at uh, pick ten, which is a luxury though, because not many teams go to Super Bowl yeah. and have a top ten pick. So
1: exactly yeah so they they really free range they like, who knows like i said they
0: they could trade back bro be like somebody want to come up here get and get somebody go the some first next year yeah so
1: who knows they could like you say stack up on another one for next year but i'm going to look this probably won't hit probably crazy pick but again i don't think the draft's going to play out the way obviously we know some trades are going to happen we know some wild picks are going to happen but you know this is our top 10 who knows we we'll probably hit on a few picks for sure i'd say I say at least between both of us, we probably get at least six to seven of them. Right. If everything goes the way we think it's going to go and not too many trades happen, but yeah, that, that wraps it up. Like I said, the top 10. And like I said, I'll get a, a graphic out for tomorrow, tomorrow morning about each of our picks and then who we think is going to go where, given that there's no trades or anything that happens. Um, but yeah, man, definitely was, was, was fun. Um, but any last words, any last thing, um, before we head out today, um, No, I
0: enjoyed it. Uh, first time being back in a while. We're obviously gonna come back a little more often now. Um, they, you know, they, the football season's not here, but NBA playoffs still going on, and all all the good stuff is still going on. NBA playoffs, NFL draft, football's coming back around the corner. But I definitely enjoyed the show. It's good to talk ball again. Obviously, we kind of freestyled with the mock. Like I've been looking at prospects, but there's no way that this plans out how we think it is. Stuff happens crazy every year, but I feel like when I was younger, I used to watch the draft, but as I got older, like when I was playing college ball, like I watched the draft, like the first two days of the draft, I watched all day, Thursday and Friday, not too much Saturday, but I'm locked in, man. Cause it's really interesting. It's, it's honestly a, a great event um, to see how, you know, people's lives get changed and just the madness, the trades and stuff. Like you just never know what's going to happen. So yeah. I can't wait to, see the first trade and see who reaches, see where all these prospects, you know, end up, where their new home is. And I'm excited to see what my Jags do. So we got a lot of options we can do. So I'm going to be happy regardless, I feel like, but I'll be tuned in.
1: Yeah, for sure. Same here. Like you said, definitely good to get back on, talk some balls. Definitely a great show, good show. and expecting for it to be a, a, a amazing and fun and, and twisted draft as well. Just waiting to see who throws it all off. Um Shout out and good luck to, you know, obviously it's a, what, four-day four day draft? Four-three? Friday, Saturday. No, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Three-day draft. Shout out to some of our guys. Hopefully they do get drafted, get their name called. Um, you know, Jordan, I know he he's in the, you know, declared for the draft. Khalil. Um, I don't know if Jemias still did. I feel like he, I don't know if he returned or not, but those are the three main ones I know. Um, sure. That did. So hopefully, you know, they get their name called, you know, either day one, two, or three. Good luck to them. And like you said, definitely NBA playoffs will probably be back on maybe for NBA playoff show, maybe second round or something like that, because they're definitely heating up. Um, Obviously, there's a bunch of games on that they just bunched up tonight. Um, Yeah, I don't don't know know why. I mean, they did it for the
0: draft. I get it.
1: I don't know why I don't know why my internet keep doing that. But yeah, definitely excited for the NBA playoffs, aside from my Hawks that pulled out a, a crazy ass win last night, um, game six tomorrow. And um, yeah, like I said, we'll definitely be back on. Like I said, football is right around the corner, college football is right around the corner, spring ball, everything. Um, bunch to look forward to. But shout out to Off the Ball Network, shout out to all those guys, check out Trivia. I think they just had the semifinals show that popped up. So I think the matchup now is who uh Walker's team, I won't say their name, but Walker's team versus uh the Hot Steppers. Um, definitely check that out. Trivia was definitely fun this year. We lost in the semis. um, So we'll be back you know, next year, hopefully stronger than ever. But um, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on the platforms that are shown below. Um, and like I said, we'll be back next time. Everyone have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow.